tonight on Don't Drink the Tea. Don't Drink the Tea celebrates their 21st episode with a drink. The return of a classic game and a surprise musical sum up. On this episode of Don't Drink the Tea. the bar. Sally? <laughs> <laughs> and they know I've been in another one before this. And they say, hey, Sally, And I say, hey, Jim, guess what? My little podcast turned 21 today. They're like, 21 years? And I'm like, well, 21 episodes, one year. So this is a local bar where everybody knows your name. So they're like, good to see yeah. you, Sally. Yeah. They're like, I, I really like your podcast, uh, Don't Drink the Coffee. And I just let him grow with it. Because that sounds more manly than. Yeah. So, uh, we've come a long way since last time. Oh, yes. Chips. We've, we've grown. What, do you, what, what drink do you think Don't Drink the Tea would uh, order at the bar? Our hmm. podcast. Knowing its personality. I would say probably a virgin rum and coke. Wow. Yep. Don't drink the tea is a, is a little bit of a weenie. <laughs> but it, it thinks it's getting, like, some strong stuff. Right. And it drew, it drew an anchor on its arm is. with a Sharpie, mark, Sharpie <laughs> marker. A sharker, if you will. The only problem is they did it on their right arm and they're not left-handed. What was your first drink? Um, it was something peachy. Hmm. Like a Bellini? Peach Sprite? Peach Sprite. You're going to put that pen right through your eye. It really makes me I nervous. have a pen sticking up straight out of my notebook, and I'm planning on blinding myself today. It really it really does make me nervous. And what was your first <laughs> drink, Zach? Well, I went to Canada recently, and the yeah. drinking age is 19 up there. So what was your first drink? I had a Blue Moon, and that was nasty. Oh, the which only... is a beer. It's a beer. There's probably also a mixed drink called Blue Moon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which they called it something else up there. It wasn't Blue Moon. It was like Blue... Blue Moon, eh? Indigo. Um, lunar surface. No, it was Blue, like, Blue Belgian or something like that. But it had oh, the same okay. logo. Oh, okay. that's the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, so it wasn't like... Poirot's the... favorite drink. That's <laughs> the Blue Belgian one. And then that was nasty. <laughs> so and I had... The thing, I, I told you this, because I was with Josh's mom, and she was so proud of me that I tried wine, and that was pretty good. Well, it was the most tolerable thing. I didn't like it so dry. It was a. It was a dry red. It was. A, that's right. It was a dry because we were talking about that. It wasn't a sweet yeah. wine. So if I had a sweet wine, I probably would have liked that better. <laughs> well, whenever America catches up with Canada, we'll, we'll give you a nice rosé for the episode. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, Josh, what was your first drink? Mine was a tequila sunrise. Oh, that's nice. Which was my dad's pick. 
It was good. Interesting. I like yeah. it. I haven't had one since now that I think about it. I've only I had guess one I just in my held life, it to a stack, really but I did. I liked it. Josh's, it. Josh's uh, regular drink is a Long Island. Though. My favorite drink is a Long Island iced tea. Yeah, that's my favorite. It just just for the status symbol. Just to say, no, they taste good. Have you ever had one that was made badly? Yes. Okay. That They're that's not as good. awful. But yeah, but I like the good ones. I didn't say I like bad Long Island iced teas. It's hard to make. It's a good like one. I like our drink spoiled milk. That's gross. You have on many occasions. Yeah. <laughs> I have, we're not here yeah. to talk about it specific. have I done the thing yet where I talk about what this is have I done the thing no. you know what I mean have no, I said this is done okay uh, welcome to Don't Drink the Tea the Agatha Christie podcast where we drink spoiled milk I'm Josh I'm Zach I'm Charlotte and today we have uh, three glasses of milk set before me one two, is spoiled two are the other two are two <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, that just reminds me that I, I should have a Tequila Sunrise again. I, I haven't had one in I would like to then. have another one. Let's go out for yeah. Tequila Sunrises sometime. All right, sounds good. I mean, it's not the Greatest Eagle song. That exactly, would be, you get milk. Greatest Eagle song would be three, two, one. Hotel, Hotel California. California. <laughs> I didn't have it. I, you said it too fast for me to form the Maybe Hotel California. Yeah. 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 70s Rock, you know. Or Life in the Fast Lane. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking of those two. That song makes me lose my mind. Oh, well, how about intended. life? How about life? On, uh, uh, life is a highway. How does that make you feel now? Oh, life is a highway. I just want to ride it all night long. Mm, agreed. Today we're talking about a very special book, really right close to your heart. Are we? Not really. Uh, it's called Peril at End House. And what is peril? Peril is uh, Cheryl Jansen's young son. Uh, he grew up to be an ice sculptor oh, and Peril. boxer. And boxer? Yes. His name was Peril Jansen, and uh, his mother was uh, very proud before she was arrested for stealing a, a gum from the local Walgreens. <laughs> what a sad, sad end. Mm. It was mm. the last pack of of juicy fruit though so she's oh, up for wow. parola in uh, 2024 we'll see how that goes <laughs> she got she got 50 to life for stealing a pack of gum but it was uh it was a uh, uh trying layers so like they counted as stealing I it. It was juicy fruit i just said it was juicy fruit i missed your line i'm sorry it was juicy fruit <laughs> so they were really upset fix it in post i'll fix it in post the, the bit is gone let's leave a blank space here and i'll put something there <laughs> Keiko. <laughs> and so this book uh, is the return of Erkiparel. And? And uh, I can't think of anything else that returned in the book that didn't make me want to barf, so I have nothing else to say. <laughs> That's right. He's back. Hastings. Oh! And it's been so long that I thought <laughs> maybe, just maybe, and he was not as bad as he has been, but having him back after so many without him, it was like... By Jove, you're his, an idiot. His time in Argentina, he talks about that a lot, like how much he'd well, grown. I've been to Argentina. Yeah, he's like, you I know, have so much life experience now, and Poirot's like, no. You haven't stop. grown at all just because you've been in... Zach, the sight gags with your glasses <laughs> serve no purpose. But they, they do. do. You. It's, like he, it's like he starts miming on the podcast. <laughs> They broke it. No, they're fine. <laughs> he nodded so hard that they fell off of his head. The other day on my laptop, I was so frustrated at what I was doing that I hit the mouse pad so hard my laptop blue screened. Oh my goodness. That you was had a temper. Fun. So I feel like that's just what happened with my glasses. 
No wonder he needed to chill out with that blue moon. Yeah, you need to learn to control yourself. I drank about two drinks of that blue moon and gave it away. <laughs> mm. So, what would you say this book's about? I was going to start singing the podcast song again. That's Don't not what we're doing now. Yeah. Um, what is this book about? I think the most important thing about this book is Poirot and the victim. Yeah. So, and Nick Buckley. Yes, she had a yeah. name. So, uh, I was just making sure I knew who you were talking about. Yes. Um, and you'll know why the, the plot. So, it's one of, it, I'm surprised, it is a, it is a good book, I'm, but I'm surprised that it is held so highly in the Christie canon compared to everything else. Like, often it's put in the top ten, and I wouldn't put it in my personal top ten. But people yeah. often put it up there. I can see why, but I don't feel like it's as well known as a lot of her other stuff. Yeah. I And I can definitely see how, when it was written, that it had a it had a big moment like Ackroyd, not quite as big. But yes. I feel like the ending was a new thing back then. Now we, it's kind of been played, but... Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, that was one of the first times. And it was done well. Very well. Yeah, she it did. is a good book. We'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, so Nick Buckley is... How do they meet? They're, they're like, around the same is the it's hotel. It's a hotel. Borrow, yeah, Borrow but she, staying she there. lives in... Nick lives in End House, which is, like, right down from the hotel. Where Peril Jansen's at. <laughs> and they're talking, and it's, like, the, you know, a bee goes by or something. Uh, she says a bee buzzes in front of her face. Yeah, and the long story short is Poirot realizes that somebody had shot at her. The, the, the He finds the bullet. Yeah, it went through her hat. Yeah. And uh, she keeps talking about all these other... She's like, oh, that's another accident that's happened. Because uh, uh, a big uh, painting fell onto the bed right after she got out of it. Uh, so, uh, the brakes on her car. A boulder crashed down yes. on the on the cliffs. So Poirot begins to realize, okay, somebody, this isn't too much of what says, somebody's trying to take her life. Mm-hmm. And so he asks her about this, and she thinks it's all a big silly joke because there's nothing, there's no reason anybody would want There's it. no motive. Yeah, because she, she doesn't have a whole lot of money. She has End House, but it's old and run down. Mm-hmm. And people don't really like, like End House. Uh, Poirot starts to get like these ideas, like one of her friends made an offer for a painting on the wall. Uh, and he's like, okay, maybe there's something there. And then mm-hmm. we know that another guy's in love with her, mm-hmm. but he can't find... He a, keeps running into dead ends. Motive, over motive over is again. the hard part for a while. Yeah. yeah. And so he tells her... What he, how does he finally convince her that somebody is trying to kill her? I don't remember. She, she Is it just by being really oh. adamant about it? Wow. Yeah, I don't know, because she kept playing it off and playing it off. Eventually she was like, okay, I'm, you're starting to scare me. Yeah. What was it? I I, I don't remember. I can't remember. There wasn't another attempt, right? No. Somehow he convinces her. We'll, I'll leave an empty space and I'll say it. I'll get in post. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so he convinces her and he's like, you need to get somebody who's a, who's outside of this all to uh, stay with you, to watch over you. Yeah, because she had some really close friends that she hung out with all the time and they partied a lot. And so he assumed that it had to be someone... She was like, oh, it's just a crazy person. And he's like, no, this is planned. This is plotted. This is cold-blooded. It's going to be someone who's close to you. So to get somebody that's outside of it all, she contacts her cousin uh, Maggie, who, like, lives far away. And she comes and stays with her. Yes. What? She comes and stays with her. I don't know. I just said, let's stop talking. Oh, I was trying to find out why, what it was that... Oh, I know what it was. Uh, I found it. Um, Poirot shows her the bullet. 
Oh, and he's like, this is right. what, here's, there's a hole in your hat, here's the bullet, this is what happened. Right, I forgot she didn't and know that. that's, yes, that's okay. when it happens. That makes sense. Okay. That's what prompts her to finally start listening to him and call her brother. Yeah. No, her brother, her cousin. cousin. She's, <laughs> and she's Magdala Buckley, but they call her Nick, because Magdala is mm. a family name. And, uh. Her cousin is. Maggie. Maggie. And she yes. gets her to come, and she stays with her. Uh, Poirot is, like, staying in touch. Um, Nick, Nick's friend, what was her name, friends? Freddie. Freddie. Frederica. Yeah, yeah, that's it. She is kind of like, how would you describe her? She's like the one that we have to spend the most time with. Yeah, she's Nick's best friend. And whereas Nick is like very happy and light, her friend is very quiet and kind of like. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of disinterested, but they, they, she doesn't show a lot of mo- of emotion. She doesn't get excited about anything, and she's just like, "Nick's a liar. None of these things really happen yeah. to her." And that and it makes Poirot suspicious when when she mentions that. Yes. And then there's the guy that's in love with her, uh, and then there's the neighbors. There's a there's a couple and their son. The older. Oh no! There's Ellen, the maid, and her husband. Yeah, yeah. Who's yeah, like yeah, totally yeah. unimportant. Right now. Like, oh wait, we need to bring him up again. Oh, and, and the husband. And, and then, then there's, the there's, a, there's the couple who live in the cottage at the end of the lane. Who She's are, an invalid. Yeah. They from, and they got her to make a will before she went to have uh, right. surgery. And they're from Australia. Yeah. So these are those are the suspects. Um, oh, and her cousin, Maggie. Oh no no no, no, no. the her, male cousin, the lawyer, the second cousin. Yeah. Who would inherit? Uh, He's the next of kin, mm-hmm. if if uh, Nick didn't make a will. Yes. And so she gets Maggie to come. Maggie's uh, watching her, and there's this night with a bunch of fireworks, and Poirot's there. A party there. and a fireworks. Uh, and and uh, Maggie goes in, and she, she is wearing Nick's uh, shawl. shawl. And so Maggie gets shot and, and dies. And so Poirot, you know, realizes that someone was trying to kill Nick, and they, mm-hmm. they killed Maggie. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he is like, I should have stopped this. And that's when it, he goes full throttle trying to find out who it is because mm-hmm. he feels like this was a failure and he has to save so he has nick go into a nursing home so she can be watched at all times he's like don't take any outside food don't let anybody visit her because i have to keep her alive and find out who's trying to kill her yes so that's the the book and we're going to talk about the ending of this one right i i would like to yeah. so it's not nearly as important as the last one which was Murder at Hazelmore, or what was, what was your Hazelnut? suggestion? No, 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 Murder at the Shindig. Or Murder at Hazelnut Creamer. Yeah. Yeah, there's two of them that I gave. I like Murder, Murder at the American. Shindig better. I like Murder at the Hazelnut Creamer, but... <laughs> you decide. Tomatoes, um, tomatoes. Yeah, that one, that one definitely, like, it wasn't, it doesn't matter, you wouldn't have to read it. This one, yeah, you said it's, if it's in a lot of top tens, people yeah, could it's a read good this book. one. So and if it was you a want page to read turner, it, yes. Stop listening now. Yeah, so we'll do we'll do spoilers for it. It's a good book. We recommend it. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Spoilers, starting now. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, well, do you remember that? That's a throwback. I know we haven't used that b- ever. Week, uh, oh, 21 like episodes one ago. One time, yeah. Oh man, back <laughs> when we were just a blushing babe of a podcast. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> um. Yeah, this one is almost entirely dialogue because the narration is Hastings and he didn't spend a lot of time talking about settings or things like that. He would do like the two-sentence thing, which Christy was very good at. Two sentences that summed up a person or a situation and and then then just went straight on into talking, into conversation. Yeah. 
And that's why he wasn't so uh, as irritating in this book, I feel like, because it was more about everyone else. He didn't, yeah, he didn't give a lot of his personal observations. Thank Like goodness. he used to. But he, like, him and Poirot fight through the whole thing. They are like, like an old like married couple. Mildly yeah. fighting, yes, they right. are an old married bicker. couple. They bicker <laughs> They all the time. do bicker. They do and bicker. And Poirot is always insulting his intelligence, and Hastings is always like, I'm so smart, even though he never has figured anything out in his life. He'll say something mistakenly that turns out being kind of... <laughs> Smart's cousin. It's like connected <laughs> by three different things, but he did kind of stop being like, "Oh, Poirot's an idiot. Poirot's getting old. Poirot's lost." He's like, kind of like, "This is my friend. He's famous, and he always figures things out." And he kind of started doing. He's that. riding on the, the fame. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But there wasn't a lot of times that that Poirot did that. Like, where he he would do something really weird. Because in the previous books, he, this would, one, yeah. he would do something weird or say something really weird, and Hastings would be like, oh, he's losing his mind. But yeah, yeah. he didn't really do that in this one. It's pretty. It was a pretty conventional mystery. There's not a whole lot of like, un, like strange clues. Mm-mm. It's it's pretty much just interviews and conversations. There's, there's like one big clue that helps you solve it, and other than that, it's, like mm-hmm. you said, pretty much just dialogue, yeah. which, is, which is what a lot of the later ones turn out to be, is more... Yeah, and I read that this was the beginning of when she really she wrote a lot in this period of time like this is where she really started to consider herself a writer mm. yeah, I read that. Shows. yeah yeah because you're starting to get into the middle of the pack like you've had yeah, the some, good stuff you've had really you've had her first big shocking success with with Aykroyd you've had her first like her first Poirot first Marple first Tommy and Tuppence sequels already yeah and also some really poor showings yeah so. But we're get yeah, it's getting to a better place, I think. This is like the settle in period. When you get your groove down. <laughs> yeah. This is like Which episode I'm really 15, excited 16 for of the like, podcast. Oh yeah, when we get to the, the big big names that are back to back to back. Yeah. Like the forties yeah, yeah, yeah. era. Yeah. yeah. And some things that you've forgotten about. Like right. like the episodes of your favorite show that you're like, Oh, I haven't seen this one in a long time. Yeah, yeah. That's very exciting. Okay, so the ending, like we said, it's pretty clever. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. one we've seen a lot of, but you have to take into account this is probably one of the first times that it had been done on this scale. Yep. Is uh, that Nick was the one faking the own attempts on her life. She killed Maggie because both of their names were Magdala. It was a family name. And Magdala, or Maggie, her cousin, was mm-hmm. engaged to a pilot that was about to inherit a bunch of money. Or had inherited a bunch of money. And he made the will out and says, I leave it to my fiance Magdala. Buckley. Mm-hmm. And so Nick needed money. She got uh, wise and thought, you know, I can Yeah, fake because this. it was a secret engagement. They couldn't tell right. anybody. No one so else she knew. was the only one who knew about it. It was very clever. So it really was. And, yeah. like, I think because Poirot and the victim, I want to talk about this, are so close throughout the whole book. And at the end, it, it's kind of glossed over, but the, her cousin was such a nice person mm-hmm. and she like she confided in her and she came and she stayed with her mm-hmm. and Nick kills her for this money mm-hmm. in cold blood and all these terrible things that Nick is like a really one of you know was a really bad person obviously when you kill somebody you always are but she was like really sinister yes. this was a cold plotted out thing yeah. and Poirot never seems too like mad about it that yeah. he was with her for so long that was the one thing mm-hmm. I felt like it missed because he was it took him a while to figure it out. He wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, I've always known. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't too upset that Nick fooled him. I agree with you. And that was something that not often are the Poirots at the BBC did better than the books. Mm-hmm. But the the uh, TV 
movie of this, of Parallel in House, was pretty well done, mm. and they did not change anything. Mm. They left all of the clues, all the characters, and the solution the same. And it really does play with that, which That's is good. very important, because he... They they were very close, and he was betrayed. And yeah, they don't talk about it as much. Yeah. But in the in the movie, it was um, more emphasized. I felt like that was missing from the book, so it's it's cool that they took that in that direction. Yeah, because you're right; he didn't know. It wasn't like he yeah. knew all along was playing right her game. He so didn't I f- know. You knew, think that he would be like you know this girl actually fooled all of us, including mm-hmm. me for so long. But the the sum up is done pretty quickly because it is. Uh, the solution is really, really simple, and there's not a whole lot of loose ends. They tie it up super. It's really well written. Yeah. Uh, but there's not a lot of uh, of the emotional aspect in, into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's quite a bit of snark in this one too. Yeah, parallel snark house, <laughs> snark at end house. Yeah. So uh, that's the plot. Um, Zach was telling me about something that he was talking about seventy yeah. rock earlier. Yeah, 70s rock. Yeah, yeah. You know how it goes, right? <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a seamless, <laughs> seamless segue. I don't even know what's going to happen, but I know something's going it to happen. It was like sliding on a banana peel <laughs> onto an escalator. <laughs> so, you know, you can't find it anywhere anymore because it was only released once in a special concert, VIP. Um, but Rod Stewart... Oh, so no recordings. Yeah, there's no recordings. But Rod Stewart actually did, you know, he made a song about this. Did he? About this really? Book. About yeah. Peril and Rod about Stewart. Nobody knows Mouse. about it, so if I Google it, I won't find you it. You won't really. be able to find it because it's the VIP. Rod Stewart, not like a lesser known Rod Stewart. <laughs> no, no, it's the Rod Stewart. It's not Roddy Stewart. Not Roddy. Not Roger Stewart. I mean, his full name is, is Roger Stewart. Is sure. It? Is it? That makes sense. I yeah. never thought of So why do they call him Rod? Or Roderick. <laughs> Well, there's a D in some Rod. His dad right? was drunk. Or it'd be Rog Stewart. Burb. Rog Stewart. But he made he made this, you know, he made a special song and dedication to Agatha Christie. Oh, that's his cool. favorite book. And this was his. This was, was Rod his, Stewart's favorite book. It was book. Rod that's, Stewart's. That's canon. Favorite. It's canon. You can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> it might change after this, right? <laughs> if he brings a new one, he he's got ever changing tastes, probably. I've heard that about but, um, Are you going to get sued by I decided, <laughs> I decided... Defamation of character? <laughs> I decided that... Is he British? Because I, I, I know, I was going to do the accent. I was, about, I was about to complain uh, ass him, but I don't know how he sounds. I, think he's I was American. too. Okay. <laughs> I think he's American too. But yeah. uh, It's better when a rock star's British for those. Hey, I got, you know, I, got, I went to a meet and greet with Rod Stewart. Oh. And he, Did you tell him about the podcast? I told him about the podcast, and he goes, Dude, my favorite <laughs> Agatha Christie book is... Uh, at peril, peril at peril, <laughs> and, and house, and I was like, "Dude, nice, that one's coming up." He's like, "Okay, now you can decide what to do with this." I haven't wanted to put it out because this doesn't really go along with my music, but <laughs> I did a special version of one of my songs. So one this day. is an exclusive. It's an exclusive. Oh man, you're not going to hear this anywhere first. else, folks. So um, I would have played it. I would have played it myself. On the guitar, but I forgot my guitar. Aww. And we just—you just met Rod this morning. This is like a last-minute meetup, right? I did. I met him down the down the road. It was actually on the. It was on Charlotte's road. He was leaving. I think he oh. stays in a cabin up here. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It says he, Rod's in the place. local mountains. Rod's yeah, place. in the local mountains. He's kind of a lonely loser among. Oh, I'll bet he has an amazing bowling ball collection. <laughs> you know he does. So instead, I have a karaoke version on my phone of one of his one of his favorites. And, uh, oh, good. I'll, I'll be performing it because we don't have a recording. Oh, the house um, band, uh, Zach Taylor. Yes. 
<clears throat> Here we go. I've never practiced this. <laughs> and that makes it so much better. <laughs> so let's, let's see if we stumble on, over some words. He'll get it in post. Yeah. Wake up, Maggie, I think I got something to say to you I'm really poor and I could use some help from you Yeah I know we got the same name And I know it's a real shame But Maggie, you couldn't have died anymore <laughs> I led you away from home Just to save me from getting alone <laughs> I shot you down And I hope it didn't hurt <laughs> A poor old man with a cool mustache Is on the case <laughs> But that don't worry me none Cause I've got a pretty face <laughs> I got those letters you wrote And now I'm gonna buy a fur coat <laughs> But Maggie, you couldn't have died anymore Woo! Damn. I led you away from home Just to save me from getting alone I shot you down And I'm sorry if it hurt That's... Woo! I didn't have time to think about, you know, get it all done good way, so. Man. That's just an excerpt. I'm so If you want to hear a full version, let us know in the in the description. Yeah. We'll release a studio in version. In the comments. I'm glad Rod gave that to you. Yeah. Like, that was really that sweet. Was it's very convenient. amazing. Man. The thing, he gave it to me on the day we were coming. <laughs> that was what a, what a coincidence that we were doing that is. book today. And mm -hmm. that's my favorite Rod Stewart song. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, too. what else would it be? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the first cut is the deepest. Oh, very nicely done, <clears throat> very, Rod. Very good, very good. You know, Zach, I was, I was just thinking yeah. about this week's uh, sponsor and how, oh, how yes. they... they I thought that you would appreciate them. I would love to. How weren't you telling me the other day that you were really lonely? I'm so lonely. <laughs> Are you a lonely loser? <laughs> and that you thought you'd never find love. I've been thinking that recently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have you heard him saying it? He's been saying it a lot lately. Uh. Oh. Yeah. I've time. been saying it for the past twenty years. Yeah. Well, I have good news. Okay. You only have to wait like another sixty years before you find love because oh, really? our sponsor this week mm -hmm. is datingafter80.com. <laughs> That I've heard of that website. Now, is, you have you used it? Did you notice their features? I have. I went on there and faked a profile. Oh well, I bet that didn't get too far. Nope, because <laughs> <laughs> sure <No>. didn't. <laughs> because listen, because to, why? listen to some of these features, Charlotte. Uh, you put in your location, and it'll give Wait, you. Wait, why are you directing it towards me now? Well, because Zach already knows. Okay. Not oh. because. <clears throat> you you can enter in your location, and it'll give you single elderly ones in your area. I've been looking for that. Uh, once you have a match, the website will automatically make you a dinner reservation somewhere between 
Well, no earlier than three, no later than four fifteen. <laughs> um, and so, and this is one of the things that I love about it because you know, on Match dot com or like eHarmony, all those things, you don't know if the people are actually who they say they are, right? Uh huh. It's hard in this day and age to be single, but uh, if you're worried about creepy young people like Zach who yeah. tried to make an account, I tried. It asks, it may, it gives you a simple test to prove how old you are. So it'll it'll have things like come up like okay Clark Gable like do you recognize this one of my favorite questions is uh, they show you a haircut and you have to identify if the uh, newscast woman on Channel Nine has that now or if she changed it and really should have kept it to the old one and it'll prove <laughs> oh yeah That's so true. the service I couldn't pass that the one. service itself uh, can be covered uh, by Medicaid and AARP. Uh, but you know, if you don't have one of those things, it's nineteen ninety nine a month. But you can get your first three months for free with our promo code DDTT uh, eighty. Oh, so okay. I would I would recommend it to you uh, in sixty years, Zach. Whenever you, I can't wait to meet other still... eighty year olds. <laughs> I think I think Zach might have told me about this though. Actually, it's starting to sound really familiar. Like because yeah. because you went on there and you met Grandma Seesaw. I did meet oh. Grandma Seesaw on there. And, and did you, know, you go on a date? I didn't go on a date with her, but I did hire her for some session work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so tell us about Grandma Seesaw. What did you like about her? Uh, I liked that she was deranged. <laughs> she had a lazy eye that never came back into focus. It's just always to the, like, to the right. It's a right eye. It's always to the right far enough to where if she's looking directly at someone and someone's sitting in maybe like Charlotte's spot, she, you don't know who she's making that eye That probably helps with like driving. You won't worry about somebody cutting you off. It's true. <laughs> I mean, she can also control them like chameleon eyes. Oh. Each individually. And she changes colors, right? Yes. Can you give me like, I can't, I remember you talking about how her voice sounded. Can you give us a lick of that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... It... I mean, maybe go across the room to do oh, it. Oh, right, right. Yeah, okay. I, I have a feeling it's kind of like and your Judge is, Doom. It's kind of like, um... <laughs> You know, she has this thing that she says whenever, you know... Her catchphrase. Her catchphrase. You know, it happens Because wasn't she a restaurant? You know, the person and in traffic or when the McDonald's worker forgets to give her some ketchup in the bag. Oh. Or charges her a normal price for her coffee. Not exactly. For her senior coffee. coffee. Right, right, right. Yeah. So she she goes... Hey! It's Grandma Cecil! Come on out So that translates to... <laughs> you still hey. weren't part of the way. <laughs> hey. Hey, guys. Um, it translates to, hey, it's Grandma Seesaw coming at your throat. Because, like I said, she is deranged. I saw that in her bio on, on Next. Dating Over. <laughs> Outside interests, deranged. <laughs> Next time I think we should probably have you go like out to your car and then do that. I think that'll pick up really good. Go to that. another That's country. Fair. <laughs> I'm on an airplane. <laughs> the plane crashes. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's exciting. Uh, so, back to the book. <laughs> Thank you, Dating Over 80. That seems like a clunky name. I think they were going for the eh, eh, like Dating Over 80, Dating Over 80. It kind of rhymes with somebody with a hearing aid. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, that was their idea, okay? You know how marketing is. <laughs> you turn 21, uh, yeah, um, 21st podcast, and you just become instantly offensive. <laughs> That's how it is. You get a drink or two. It's another tequila sunrise. So uh, no more milk for you. Hey, insensitive. I can't drink milk. And yet you do all Often. the time. Oh yeah, I had ice cream yesterday. So where does <laughs> where does this book belong? Right. I think I would give it four stars in the professional list. Yes, I agree. Uh, so the question then. Uh, I would say that it's better than the uh, s- better than the secret adversary, wouldn't you? What are our choices? 
the I'm, well, if we're putting it that high up, it's around uh, the murder of Roger Ackroyd uh, is number one. Murder of the Vicarage is number two. Secret Adversaries number three, and the Secret of Chimneys is number four. Mysterious Ferris oh, House is number okay. five. So maybe I would say it was better than Secret Adversary, but is it better than Murder at the Vicarage? Oh wow, that's really tough. That was the first Marble. Yeah. And it was. I don't know. I feel like you get more bang for your buck in Vicarage. But this one has an interesting plot twist, so. Mm. That's tough. Doing the merit of the book all on its own without. Is it better? It's hard. Yeah, it is. I can't remember what we rated Vicarage. I know it at least had four stars. Yeah. I'm yeah. That down in like the points, the <laughs> four points. Yeah, I'm not sure if I wrote whatever. that down. I'm pretty bad yeah. at that. Yeah. So, um, you, you wrote nothing down for that. <laughs> nope. I wrote guest starring uh, Aaron and Lauren. They were <laughs> yes, they were. Uh, so, yeah, better or worse than Vicarage? I feel like the uh, hmm. the twist is... I feel like this twist is... Uh, they're both good is the problem in their own way. Uh-huh. Man. Well, yeah. one of them's... Oh, man. We're going to disappoint the fans. I don't think I would put it above Vicarage. I'll go with that because I can't decide. Yeah. So I'll just say that our top right now is Roger Ackroyd, Murder at the Vicarage, Peril at End House, Secret Secret Adversary, Secret Chimneys. Okay. Wow, Chimneys is higher up there than I realized. We rated it pretty high, yeah. Because of we enjoyed it so much. It was like an entertaining read. I think that, uh, yeah, Zach is right about the... uh, yeah, <laughs> better way to it do it. It looks your like list. Uh, Grandma Seesaw wrote this list. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I heard the announcer, who that guy that we hired in for the morning. What was his name? The announcer for this episode. Oh, uh, you, you mean Julio? Julio, yeah. When he came in, he said something about he talked about the song, which was nice yeah. of him to tease mm-hmm. that. Uh, and he mentioned uh, a returning game. So I assume. Oh, I, I oh. hope we don't have to eat dirt again. But. <laughs> A returning you game. asked about a fan favorite, and that is the fans' favorite. Yeah, they do. They repeatedly oh. have told me that they love the fans. That game. Love to hear us gag. <laughs> I don't want to eat dirt. <laughs> you wouldn't no, have to say that. Dirt. No, I'm not. Or shrimp crackers. No, those were awful. Those were the worst things. Yeah. Was, was that that bad. thing that you almost barfed from? Yeah. Yeah. Man. And you were like, it's not that bad. <laughs> it wasn't that bad for me, but you ha- you're more easily uh, barfed by taste. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't remember. I don't think I have apologized for this. Usually it's like it, it's a, a whole segment, and now Josh apologizes for Each I have something that I, I something need to apologize for. You committed wrong? No, did I apologize for clicking my pen during that one episode? Because when I went back and listened to it, it sounded like somebody was training a dog. It was like, click, 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 click. It was I don't like, think so. That is so obnoxious. What is that noise? And then I realized it was me. So I just wanted to say I'm sorry if I haven't already. That's nice of you. I'd like to apologize for the things that I'm sure that I've done that I just don't know I did. I don't have anything on my checklist. That's really right. I'd like to apologize for nothing. <laughs> Even if I did something. I'm not sorry. Standing by your actions. Yes. <laughs> Even that uh, whole orphanage thing with the fire and the... Yep. You're sticking by that? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you can't prove it was me for once. Got it. Yeah. So I guess the announcer could have said that was like we dust off 
an old game because I kind of slacked on the game. You did such an amazing game last time. But I only do a game like once every 21 episodes. So. I know, but they were always so good. What was it? The other one you did was the title Translates translations. Title. Yeah, that had like... Um, which I tried with Peril at Endhouse just for fun. I like ran it through Google mm. Translate. And my favorite was uh, Danger at the Bottom. Oh, I like that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which goes back to uh, the milk discussion. Yes. I uh, Yes. I often have danger at the bottom because of my stupid actions. Uh, okay. So plain, boring old game is just yeah. where... We- <laughs> we'll make it fun by being really excited about it. Won't we? Is that- I'm so excited! Yes! You yes! You don't have to eat anything. That is the best news I've had today. Okay. Knowing her, you probably have to drink something. No, I was going to oh, say, and you don't have to drink anything either. <laughs> Good catch, though. Oh, Good man. <laughs> this is beef-flavored orange juice. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> so, many many a time we have done um, slang. Yeah. Like, uh, we did, like, 1920 slang with Seth. You did, um, what else did we do? Oh, you did, American like, new slang. Yeah. Yeah, and then we did it another time, I think, didn't we? We did American, British, and uh, modern. Okay, all right. Well, so we're going to add one more to our list. Because two characters in Parallel and House the Crofts were trying to prove themselves Australian. Oh! And one of them... (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if I'll know any of these. (laughs) Yeah, because you are a fan of an Australian podcast, or several Several. Australian podcasts. Okay. I thought about that. I thought maybe you might. Great. So one of the things that... uh, I've been out Zach wins all the games anyway. Always. Always. Thanks, Zach. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, he saves mental energy by, like, not doing anything for the rest of the episode. (laughs) Hey, you asked me to be here. I was going to say, he doesn't even want to be here. Don't give him another reason. I'm tied to a chair currently. That's how we get you here. We keep telling you that it's going to be something else. No, 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 we're not going to do the podcast. Oh, no, we're going to play board games. I'm like, I love board games. You enjoy the podcast. Come on. (laughs) Whatever. I mean, come on. You would never got to meet Rod Stewart without the podcast. That's true. Or you probably wouldn't have had anything to talk about. You'd be like, um... So that, um... First cuts the deepest is a song. How do you feel about Cheryl Crow's version? What do you think? He, how do you think he felt about it? I think it's better. Hmm. They sound very similar. It's just, <laughs> yeah. I just don't like Rod Stewart that much. No, no. He's, does anyone? He's pretty uh, generic. Josh's boss does. Oh, well, that's okay. Well, they have a lot of Rod Stewart on their on their on their phone. That doesn't mean. <laughs> doesn't mean anything. anything though. You listen to the Beach Boys eight times in a row, not by choice. <laughs> and now, if somebody accidentally listens to this episode out of order, they're work. thinking I'm a Beach Boys fan. <laughs> Way down a cocum. I'm going to start that rumor. <laughs> we didn't talk about favorite lines. Go back and do it. There I didn't we, write down. There was any a couple line. that I really liked. Uh, Poirot was talking about somebody's face, and he says. He has the good poker face, besides looking as though he had swallowed one. <laughs> it's kind of a nice misuse of the word. Mm. And then they, oh, they meet up with Jap, who is a reoccurring character. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot was, about that. Just like in passing, just like kind really of for fun. He was like, it was almost like a cameo. And um, so Jap said, uh, what did he say? He says something about Poirot's uh, mustache. And he calls it his face fungus. He says, I see oh, I forgot. That your was face funny. fungus is fuller than ever. <laughs> and Poirot's like, what? <laughs> so so uh, Hastings translates. He says, he's congratulating you on your mustaches. And he's like, ah, yes, they are luxurious. 
This is a great exchange. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was the best thing. He has the poker face because he swallowed one. Ooh. <laughs> so yeah, the Australians, the Crofts, the couple that were named the Crofts, they would go cooey when they were coming in or like going into the house. Yeah. Like, is anybody home? Which the woman was an invalid. She <laughs> never left the house. Cooey. <laughs> oh, I'm always here. I can't do an Australian accent. I was going to say that part of this is going to be, you, can we do an Australian accent? It's hard. Shrimp you, on the Barbie. Shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> I guess oh, we're going to have no. to get an independent party to vote. Yeah, like, cause we can't point. judge. Except for, I've never what, heard you. Do I can't do Australian. Australian. That's See, not what, what I, I always I heard is that in order to like get into the Australian accent, you say a can of paint, a can of pint, a can, can of pint, can of pint, can of pint, can of pint, can of pint. Well, that helps, yeah. So the when I was a child, like I watched a so lot that of was <laughs> when forty years ago, eighteen seventy six. They just came out with mice. I was upset. I don't. It was funny. It doesn't matter. But it's so random. I was obsessed with Australia. It was it, it was Australia. all encompassing. Yeah, but they have spiders Australia, the size Australia, of your head Australia, there. Why Australia, do you want, why do you want to go? You. Yeah, but koalas and kangaroos. True. Yes, okay, that. So that weighs out the spiders. Well, I I now I know about the spiders. I I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to Australia. No. But and usually they say often that a spider will dress up as a koala and get you up into a tree and then put you in a web. Oh, they're smart. That, 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 that guy with the giant spider on his ceiling and the little girl. Daddy's not afraid of spiders. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It, it, it was bigger than the Tupperware container. Yeah. Container that the spider jumps at him and he falls off the ladder. Oh, I remember that you liked <laughs> rescuers the, down the under. The camera the falls over and is yeah. like laying there like a scene from a terrible horror movie, and the spider runs past the camera. <laughs> it's like the size of a dog. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yeah. So everything in Australia is trying to kill you. Like everything is poisonous. poachers, <laughs> crocodiles. Yeah, so I'm not really sure why, but that was that was my Rescuers first down under, right? love was Australia. That was what started it. And also the Crocodile Dundee movies. I watched well, those like until that gives you some material. I have no comments. <laughs> oh, but this you do. is nice. I see it. I <laughs> yeah. see it on your face. I nothing. I've never you seen it, but so I know many that comments. quote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that Zach has given me that line before. It's funny because the second one was actually better than the first. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely enough. The Crocodile Dundies? Yes. Oh, you always said the same thing about the Rescuers, but I don't agree. Really? I've never seen two, have I? I no, we've one. just watched one together. You'll have to watch two and then settle. No, I think the animation was better in the second Oh, yeah, one. it's sharper because it was years later, yeah. And I also... Uh, I like it better heard, than the first one. <laughs> I also heard recently that Madame Medusa was considered one of the weakest Disney villains. She's not very good. And I, I didn't agree. I thought you it was like great because she didn't... Well, she didn't have any, like... I mean, I don't dislike her now. Powers or anything. I, they're comparing her to Cruella de Vil and, like, how enduring and, and like... Uh classic Cruella de Vil is that Madame Medusa was kind of like like a cheap ripoff. I don't think she was a ripoff of that. She was I th- she was still kind of scary because of how she treated the kid, I think. Right. It I was always... scary to kids. As an adult, maybe not so much. No, when I watched it, because I watched it like last year for the first time. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And I wasn't really scared. I was just like... She's old. If it, she was played by um, Kevin Bacon, you might have been scared. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been wet in your bed. <laughs> Watching okay. it in bed? Yes. <laughs> That's why we don't watch scary movies in my bed anymore because of an unfortunate event <laughs> during Jurassic Park. <laughs> Where's the goat? There's the goat. Oh, Zach. No, Zach. <laughs> oh, my okay. gosh. <laughs> yeah, so part of, um, part of learning some Australian slang is you're going to have to do the accent. 
and I, I don't know who's going to have to. Well, you're work. hosting, so you... No, no, everyone has to do it, and then I guess who, oh, the no. listeners... Well, I haven't been listening. The only podcast <laughs> that I've listened to lately is our own, so my, <laughs> my accent's going to be terrible. Can of paint. Can of paint. A can of paint. Can of paint. A's and... Paint? Paint. Paint. It's like a hard A instead of a soft A. I've also heard that the best... <laughs> the Excellent. best way to do Australian is to do British and then okay. look into the sun. Okay. Because <laughs> it, 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 it makes you draw your mouth up real strong. Oh, I see you like that. Like, oh, oh God, I'm sweating oh, in the look at those mice. Those mice are saving that big bird and that boy. <laughs> it's not just Josh. It's a, it's a British man who's been smoking for 30 years. And who's blind. <laughs> Slowly going blind. Because I looked down and I'm like, guys, <laughs> did you leave and turn the light off? <laughs> Walk away. The 21st podcast, but also the last podcast that Josh could see for. It's radio. It'll be fine. He has to I read like the books. <laughs> I have, you're going to have to read them to him and then you'll actually have and I'm like, I know you skipped a, a good deal of that. Because like, then the lady died and they find out it was the husband. Good night. How how he bedtime Then he pees my bed and leaves. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> you apologize for the pee your bed thing. Yeah. Get it in post. I'll get no, it in post. Every time he says every post. time he says pee my bed, I'll replace it with uh Eat a shrimp. Sure. <laughs> you were eating shrimp in Josh's bed. Oh we've, that's better. Somehow. We've eaten some dangerous foods in my bed. <laughs> Nachos. Oh yes. Things you should not eat in beds. Because it's just, that's where the TV's at. Yeah. Not where the only TV's at, but if you want to watch something in, you know. In his bed. <laughs> in my bed, yeah. <laughs> you have to go in his room. Oh, my. His bed. Okay, so some of these you'll probably know, and some of them you probably won't. You'll have me beat. So. Probably not. So, <laughs> so the first one's pretty easy. Do you guys want to take turns or just see who goes first? Just see who goes first. Okay. So, um... Uh, should I say it in the Australian accent first, or like say it? In... Say it in English, and we'll reply with the accent. Okay. In English, oh, I mean, God. say it in your accent, not an English. American accent. Yeah. <laughs> say it like an American would. <laughs> I whatever American that might be. Man, Josh is so good at impressions. <laughs> okay, first word is Tucker. Tucker. Uh. <laughs> Come on, podcast boy. Tucker. Tucker. Well, Tucker's the famous Australian gardener who. Right. Famous Australian gardener? Well, biker gang just drove by the recording studio. I think they did. <laughs> okay. Tucker, if this was like, a recording studio, it would be soundproof. <laughs> well, we, we're, we're having a wall replaced. By, record, um, uh, by a, a biker gang, he means one kid on a dirt bike. <laughs> Tucker! <laughs> Tucker, get back here! Okay, so Tucker is a kid that obnoxiously <laughs> drives by studios that he knows are under construction and can't defend themselves from sound. Oh, that's it. No. Zach. I'm going to say... As you would it in America, Tucker is like tired. Like you're tuckered thought, out. Yeah. Oh, really? Plum That's tuckered that... out. No, you're both wrong. I can't believe another one of you knew this. this. I really can't believe famous. I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it never <laughs> happened to me before. What the is this feeling? Kid down what there is... on the motorcycle. <laughs> it was That's, bad. No, it's not, not bad. I didn't think so. It's food. Food. Tucker. So put it in a sentence. You got some Tucker in the kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. And they have... Good out. All right. So they have whole tuckers yeah. instead of whole foods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not they do. It's all right. Not they do. It. Yeah. 
Okay, so nobody got that one. I mean, what an okay. idiot for listening to American podcasts all my life. <laughs> Helps me nowhere. Including your own. didn't help me. I haven't listened to Australian podcasts for like a year. <laughs> well, they must not even eat taco on there. Okay. Facey. Facey. I'm thinking the guy on the Outback like commercial might be back. phoning it in. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Outback. We are Facey and Tucker. Facey. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would call... I feel like I've heard Facey. That's what I would call somebody that I was annoyed with who had a big face. Like, oh, Facey, you make face face. Facey. Facey. Is it humid? Like, it's, it's like, really facey outside? It's always facey in Australia. Humid? That's yeah. really interesting. I, I, it's cold a lot in Australia. At night. Right really? Yeah, like, certain parts of it. Oh, okay. I thought it was, Well, I'm like talking about the hot part. 110 where, degrees I'm talking day. about the part from Rescuers Down Under. What I hear, because the podcast I listen to happened in Melbourne, um... Oh, is that so right. the weather changes constantly to where it's like hot and cold like in the same day? Oh yeah, I've yeah. heard that from people. Southern that hemisphere don't stuff, yeah. Cool, neat. Anyway, there I. You gotta I, prove. You gotta prove that. When I was looking up things. things, there was a certain word for people from Melbourne, like they had their own slang. And I, I if I would have known that you were like so into it, <laughs> I'm in Melbourne Australians. <laughs> That's his type. I'm gonna look that up now, and I'm gonna call you that, whatever it is. Okay. <laughs> Burn. What, okay. what was that? Burn, Ficey. Burnby. Burnby. Ficey. Ficey. Um, J- uh, Josh says humid. It could also be scat. Um, like like feces. Oh, okay. Feces. <laughs> like spit it out. No, not like crazy. Not like uh, crazy Pete. Yeah. I was gonna say you can't scat in Australia. Yeah, forget that. That scat. Um, feces. I feel like I've heard that. Crazy Pete. Right. That's I, what I don't. Crazy Pete is not Australian. Face cream. Okay. Crazy Pete has no uh, accent. He's not from a place. It's Facebook. Feisty. Oh. oh they dropped the, the book. There's there. no words. It's all just faces. Feisty. <laughs> I'll DM you on Feisty. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's better than Okay. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Uh, Mozzie. M-O-Z-Z-I-E. Mozzie. Mozzie. Oh, I feel I've like I've heard I've that. heard this. I have heard it. I don't remember what it is. Mozzie. Mozzie. Um. Maserati. It, it has to be a type of person, I feel like. Because <laughs> they're Aussies. Yeah, so a Mozzie would be from... Uh, would you like me to use it in a sentence? Yes. yes. <laughs> Somebody that's really slow, they get moss on their back. A sloth, if you will. You're just <laughs> taking this as if they're saying a normal word in an Australian accent. Right. <laughs> Feces, moss. Okay, give us a sentence. Oh, that bloody Mozzie just bit me. Oh, it's it's an animal. Mongoose. (laughs) (laughs) Mosey. A spider? You don't think about um, Australians being people who are easily offended, but I feel like if anyone in the world listens to this podcast... Did he just say mongoose? I can't believe that. (laughs) Mosey. I don't know. What's wrong with them? Um, Is it a spider or a snake? Is it a snake? No. It's not a snake. No, it's not a snake. Oh, no. It's mongoose, isn't it? Is it spider? No, it's not a mongoose. They don't have mongoose in Australia. Is it a um? What am I thinking of? Uh, Such a bunch of yobbos. Is it a sitting around talking? What's the really big bird? An emu. An ostrich. Ostrich. Is it an ostrich? Why would they call that a mozzie? Because of the muzzle. Yeah, because they have ostrich muzzles. You wouldn't know that. You don't listen to the podcast. Yeah, there was a whole episode. It's mosquito. Oh, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That calls them taquitos. Yeah, I eat them. Okay. My taquito just bit me. That could totally happen. Oh, it would. They bite back. Yeah, you get five for a dollar. Next thing you know, you lose an arm. Okay. <laughs> next thing you know, I have. What's the disease you get from mosquitoes? Malaria? Next thing. Nile. Cut. 
hold on. Next thing you know, I get malaria. Throw that in before. Let's leave a blank space. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, these are fun. These are fun. Um, I like these. This one's my favorite. Chucking a sickie. It'd be like flicking a cigarette. cigarette. (laughs) Oh, no. Getting better from being sick. Gotta say it. You can't say it. You'll never figure it out. I'm flicking away a cigarette. I I sound like the lady across the street at the trailer park. (laughs) (laughs) Call me when ya. (laughs) I can't can't do Australian. I need to just start Um, doing Scottish. Can of paint. Can of paint. Can of paint. Flicking a cigarette. (laughs) Chucking a sickie. Chookin. Sicky. Chookin. Yeah, you're chookin' Sicky. Chookin' Sicky. Yeah. Ziggy played. Oh, Tykin Medicine? Wait, that's not how you spell S-I-C-K-I-E. Tykin Medicine? Chookin' a Sicky. You're getting really good. Tykin Medicine? Oh, I do listen to medicine. This is really good. That's a good one, yeah. How did you find more than one Australian podcast? It's in an Australian podcast network. What? How did you find that? It's called Planet Broadcasting. There's a whole lot of... Sponsor us. Um, Do you that think we're going to do already? The only thing we haven't done is made a sheep joke. That's the only thing that can Give make it time. We've got no, that's time. Uh, that's New Zealand. That's, they have sheep jokes. Oh, okay. For New Zealand. He's such a geographical know-it-all. <laughs> it's Troy. I only can say that because I know nothing about geography. Mandarin. All right. Chucking a sickie is taking a sick day from work when you're not really sick. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Jeff, I feel like you, you should do that the next time you guys call into your boss. Do, I'm chucking it and then hang up. Because <laughs> they're going to think like, oh my gosh, he's, I call my, he's she's vomiting. Gonna be like, I didn't expect you to come in anyway. <laughs> Zach works, she hangs up Zach's there. a Buckingham <laughs> Palace guard. He works for the Queen. <laughs> oh my. He's only guarding the back door anyway. <laughs> it's not important. Goodbye. All right. Shark biscuit. You know, I didn't even know these characters were Australian. I must have read through that passage too fast. A shark biscuit. They bring it up over and over again. Maybe I had an edited version to not offend me. (laughs) Oh, speaking of, there are so many typos in this one. And this is like the official Agatha Christie one with her her signature on the front and everything that they redid in like, what, 2012? Uh They redid all of hers in like really nice copies. And it's so many... So many typos. I was like, I had one time one. week. The word week is spelled with four e's. Week. <laughs> and it was Poirot saying it, so I was like, you know, he wouldn't be like week if it was Hastings. I could week. I could, uh, I could hear him being like week. Shark biscuit. Is it a fish flavored cracker? That's, That's a good, a good guess. guess. Yeah. Shark biscuit. I'm trying not to take it too. Shark biscuit. This Sean. He really can't do it. No, it's not one of my accents. I'm I'm thrilled though because you've got like hundreds. Shark biscuit. Shark biscuit. (laughs) I see. I uh. Shark biscuit. Shark biscuit's where you 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 uh so you stub your toe on a boulder and trip on onto a lizard and it bites you in the throat. Thank you, Jimmy Stewart, but Don't no. Don't know what he's talking about. I was, uh, I was huffing some paint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. He's seen better. Sorry, guys. okay. He works at a Sherwin-Williams. <laughs> so you know. Sherwin, good job. Thank you. Zach has been telling me it's Sherman for a Sherman long time. Williams. And he's getting it right. <laughs> good job, I said Sherwin. it right before the podcast. Good yeah. job. That's yeah. out anyway. Well, I was commending you. There were two possible answers to Shaq Biscuit. Which one was mine? Um... <laughs> What was yours? Oh, stubbing your toe on a boulder, a and yours was a fish fish, uh, fish, fish flavored cracker. Yes, fish flavored cracker. 
Uh, no, it, I found two possible explanations. Kids on the beach. What? Kids at the oh, beach. Shark shark biscuit. Biscuit. Oh, Shark Biscuit. Or oh. someone new at surfing. I like that first one a lot. <laughs> Kids at the beach. I'm going to start using know, that too, until like, it gets too real. so dark. Oh, yeah. I'm going to write a book shark on Shark Biscuits. Biscuits. It's just kids getting eaten by sharks. I hope we don't the, the Shark Biscuit soon. <laughs> yeah. All right, last one. You guys are tied at zero, by the way. Just Face bump. Oh, yeah. Good-o. Good-o. He gets points, though, for actually being able to do the accent. even. Though <laughs> yeah, that's true. He and he never said anything about a lizard. And he always wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was one. Actually, that was one I didn't use. There was... It's... Um, what about I'll see if you guys can do it in the accent. Flat out like a lizard drinking. Flat, Flat out like out. a lizard drinking. Yes, very what good. That, what did that mean? Flat out like a lizard drinking. You gotta guess. You're doing it in British accent. This isn't the last one. I can't, I didn't, you're flat out you like a lizard drinking. You can't like, test like, us on like, extras. Like, like a lizard like, drinking. Like. Flat out like a lizard Come drinking. over to Outback for a blooming onion. Oh, <laughs> Come over to Outback for a flat lizard drinking. <laughs> <laughs> flat lizard licking. Two ninety nine. <laughs> We have officially been sued by Outback. We've officially jumped the shock. Sued by Australia. And Australia, yeah. The entire country. Continent. 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 I told you, geography is not my strong suit. What does it mean? We're not guessing that one. That's extra. Okay, fine. Well, it doesn't... Oh, a bonus point. Oh, you might get a bonus point. What did you think it was? Flat out like a lizard. Drunk? Like, passed out drunk? No. Flat out like a lizard drinking? Well, don't look at me like that. Good guess. Um, what do I, I have, have no sustain? idea. It means being really, really busy. Uh, I often like use that. Drinking. Here we say cow. Oh, I got time. I'm flat out like a lizard drinking. Okay, last one. Oi. Akadaka. A C C A D A C C A. Well, clearly it's school related because of acad- academic. That's it. Also, what I first thought of. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's what the it's okay. school. I'll just say school. I don't know if I'm pronouncing Akadaka. that correctly. I don't. Listen. Asadasa, I don't think. Isn't that the main villain that. from uh, Doctor Who? Akadaka. That's Dalek. Yeah. Akadaka! That's what they Akadaka. say. Akadaka! Um. Or, an, um. or an avocado daiquiri. Oh. I'm not saying it's good, but they're crazy. Oh, gross. Um, I, don't, I have no idea. It ties back to your 70s rock. Ooh. It's a... Oh, Abba. My favorite Rod Stewart album. <laughs> Akadaka? Yeah. Pink Floyd oh, album called Icing Umaguma. DC. It's oh! Icing DC. Yes, it is. Very good. You caught it just in the end. Yay! That makes sense. One point for Zach. So they call them Akadaka over there? I guess so. I don't think it's Asadasa. It just says no, how no, Aussies refer that. to it. Do us some Akadaka. Um. <laughs> Oi! Oi! Oi, tea and tea. Oi, 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 tea and tea. It's my <laughs> Good kid. Uh, that was well, a, you guys made it fun. Some of the ones oh, I like is they call uh, football footy. Yes. And they call McDonald's Maccas. Yes. Those are the two that I would have known. That was... Um, is that, is that, are they saying Macker, but like with Macca. an accent? M-A-C-C-A. Macca. Okay, because they're not saying Macca. So this is uh, one of the sites that I found that I really like is they do a lot of that. They put O's on the ends of something or IE's on the end of something. So business, ambulance, and milkman becomes Bizzo, Ambo, and Milko. In their favorite movie starring, um, uh, what's his name from Rocky? Is Rambo. (laughs) (laughs) What's his name from Rocky? Avocado is Avo. Uh, It sounds like a a little kid naming things. Pregnant is Prego. Oh, and then we, that's my favorite post. We use that one. 
And then, oh, where's the, the wise? Here we, we say. No, <laughs> oh, she's preggers. <laughs> wow, that's a whole different classic. Okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, footy. Uh, yeah, lipstick footy. is lippy. Lippy. Uh, mosquito. We did that one. Is mozzy. Tequila. Yeah, like I've heard that. Police officers are Polly. Well, maybe this whole time you were like, well, I don't know what a mozzie is that's biting them. It could be a... Breakfast anything. is brekkie. Someone gives you a present. It's a prezzy. What do they call Star Trek fans? Losers. <laughs> Bunch of nerds. Lonely losers. <laughs> living in the local... Man. Local Not mountains. much love for Star Trek over there. <laughs> How dare you? Why, whatever. Yeah. Here at Don't Drink the Tea, we like to judge every group Good of people day. we can. Off one's face to be drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, banana bender, someone from Queensland. Fair dinkum, confirming the truthfulness of a sentence. Doesn't that sound like a uh, like a, a character name? Fair dinkum. Yeah, could be the hero. Fair dinkum. Good on ya. Yeah, grinning like I've, a shot fox. I've heard Those that are just one. sayings. I haven't heard grin like a shot fox though. No, I, I say it all the time. <laughs> Absolutely no, satisfied and happy. Oh. Absolutely satisfied and happy. Yeah. That's a euphemism for us. But it, so it means I'm miserable. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. People say stuff like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah. So, oh, oh, good we game. Are so knowledgeable now. Yay. Yeah, what an exciting episode. We had a never before heard uh, Rod Stewart song. True. We had Zach uh, debuting his Australian accent. True. And Which was impressive. We had, uh, <laughs> we're going to go out for tequila sunrises after this and a, what are you going to get, a Sprite? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Peach Sprite. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, just have a, I'll just have a sunset. Thank you very much. Uh, next time. Oh, good job. Is next time uh, we have big news for one after this, right? I probably, I mean, it depends on how bored we get between now and then, like what we have to we do. We might so record. We should um, just tease it and just not say when. Yeah. We don't know if it'll be next, but it'll be very soon. We have our very special future. live episode. Woo! It is going to be like yeah. a bonus episode <clears throat> full of amazing new content. You don't want to miss it. No. And you won't. Because you better be there. Because if, if you're not, Zach will cry. And if you can't because you're at your grandmother's funeral or something, uh, we got you covered. For a small payment of $100, we'll send you a recording of it. <laughs> okay, very, very nice. That's very nice. <laughs> hope your grandma's okay, and I hope... <laughs> don't forget about that promo code. Promo code DTTT at... 80. 80, 80 at... For dating over 80. 80. Yep. Good job, guys. And hey, I'll see you. I'll see you on the site then. Yeah. 60 years. I need some more milk. Can I interest anyone? Shot, 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 You can't shot, handle shot, your shot, milk. Shot, shot, I can't shot, handle my milk. Shot. What was it called? Danger at the bottom? <laughs> Got the fire down below. 70s rock. Bringing it back. Oh, full circle. Uh, we got all the bigs. All the bigs. Rod all the Stewart. Bigs. Bob. Cheap joke here. What is the Bob's name? Bob Seeger. I couldn't remember his last name. The Bob. I was holding Bob. I was wondering it's what Bob the Mittens. Bob Hello. Mittens. <laughs> don't think, don't, don't. Anything we uh, want to sign out with? I, I got nothing to say. Zach? Kate Coleman. Podcast on. Oh, is, that, is, that one of their, is that one of their things? No. That's I good. do listen I to, to one of them um, that's called... Um, uh, book cheat, which I told Josh about, and mm. they 
it's kind of like this where well he like sums up a book basically mm -hmm. but it's the whole episode he has two guest stars that kind of joke and talk throughout it but at the end of it he goes books forever <laughs> <laughs> think about that one i like that so he he's a part of another book podcast i listen to it He's trying to get Which is it. more than you've ever done for yeah. ours. That's true. <laughs> well, I already know what happens in ours. If we did a whole episode you guys talk about books, in, in an Australian accent, do you think Zach would listen to it afterwards? I think he's got a thing for the whole, the whole place. <laughs> I'm fascinated with the koalas and the giant spiders and the snakes and the scorpions. I, I, get, I feel you, man. I've the been wombats. There. Well, then you should be watching the Dundies. And the second... Not the Dundies from The Office, but the Crocodile <laughs> Dundies. That movies. too, though. It, yeah. And the rescuers down under. You have to watch that before the next one, and we'll yes. and we can compare it with Cooey. the original rescuers. Okay. Uh, this has been Danger at the Bottom. <laughs> Signing off. Keep it real, folks. <laughs>